2: Welcome back. Final segment of Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. I am Boyd Matheson. It's great to be with you today. And we spoke earlier in the program today with Senator Tim Scott from South Carolina. He has an amazing story. If you haven't ever researched anything on Senator Tim Scott, he is an extraordinary voice and just has so many things that he understands in a unique way. His journey really was from cotton in the Deep South to Congress and uh, an amazing journey along the way. And so as we, we look at that conversation, uh, of course, poverty poverty continues to plague the nation and disseminate families and communities in so many ways. And balancing res- the responsibility of individuals, the generosity of citizens, the role of government, all of that can be super difficult to obtain and, and really sustain over time. Uh, truly helping those who currently find themselves in poverty requires a focus on people, people-focus and a commitment to improve the programs to get the right outcomes. And so, of course, government does have a role to play. Uh, You all know that I subscribe to Abraham Lincoln's declared definition and purpose of government, that the role of government was to elevate the condition of men, to lift artificial weights from all shoulders, to clear the path of laudable pursuits for all, and to afford all an unfettered start and a fair chance in the race of life. And I love that image of removing weights from shoulders, uh, because that doesn't look like a hammock. Uh, Making poverty temporary instead of tolerable should always be what we're after. And having programs that actually treat people in poverty not like liabilities to be managed, but as if they were individuals, which they are, with divine potential, uh, that really should be what it's all about. And In our conversation with Senator Tim Scott, I want to go back to this because he talked about a real simple way that he tries to frame it uh, from his own experience. Growing up as an African-American in the Deep South, he understands poverty, he understands bigotry and discrimination, uh, but he said there is a way out. And he said there's three things that everybody, regardless of race, political persuasion, or where they start on the economic journey— They all need three things.
3: The truth is that the average person, and I include myself amongst the average, we all need a plan, a purpose, and a paycheck. Uh, We don't do well when people give us more than we need to survive. We can work for what we need to survive. If you cannot, then we should help you. If you can, we should encourage and make it easier for you to work. This current construct in Washington is designed around this theory that government should give you by taking from others that which you can work to get yourself. It is a poor, failed philosophy that weakens the American spirit, and it doesn't strengthen it. And so I I think what we need to do in Washington is spend more time on how to create the soil conditions for job creation and less time on how to hand out
2: giveaways. Yeah, that's Senator Tim Scott uh, joining us earlier in the program. And currently many federal programs, some state programs, provide financial and material benefits based on poverty status. In other words, the president approach makes people's ability to improve or to move up that ladder of success uh, really hard. It creates some barriers, some traps in there that make them more dependent and cause them to remain in poverty. It's sort of this prosperity cliff, uh, which is just such a horrible thing. It puts people in this inhumane situation where the most reasonable, responsible option for them is to remain in poverty. Uh, so, Senator Scott went on to talk about how we should be working to set people free, not to give them something or to make them dependent on government. We need to make them independent and self reliant because that gives them hope.
3: When you believe in people, you want to set them free. Uh, Isaiah 61 talks about setting the captive free and preaching the good news. Now uh, We don't need to preach chapter and verse as an elected official all, every day, all day long. What we should do is represent the goodness of, of, of our community and our country by the way we develop policies like Opportunity Zones that focuses on the private sector creating jobs, where jobs have been hard to create. That is the blessing of living in a country where we understand shared responsibility, not to give somebody something, but to create good conditions that are conducive for one's success. Uh, Opportunity Zones encourages and incents investors like Jim Sorson right here in the state To invest in areas where many people have just overlooked Mm. he's doing that and as a result of that the economy is growing revenue to the government is growing but most importantly hope is growing in some of the most unusual places
2: that's my conversation with senator tim scott from south carolina he's in the state of utah today and uh, if you want to hear all of that, we'll have the podcast up a little later on this afternoon. It is worth a listen and a re-listen. Uh, he talks about how, you know, these anti-poverty programs have to move people along the path. He talks about skipping those first couple rungs of the ladder. You can't do it. You've got to have those rungs in place uh, so that we can lead people towards that self-reliance and prosperity. Uh, it's also real critical that we're, we're treating people with dignity and respect Uh, the kind of dignity and respect that will allow them to say in hindsight that they gain their self-reliance from their own successful life decisions and hard work. Uh, That's such an important part that we often skip, uh, that they're not becoming successful, that they're not becoming self-reliant because of something from government. So we have to be vigilant in creating and sustaining programs based on a poverty-to-prosperity model. Uh, not just a poverty, poverty, poverty model where we often trap people. Uh, we have to be cautious in looking to government to solve everything around the poverty issue. Currently, there are over 80 overlapping federal government programs dealing with different aspects of poverty. I believe it was Neil A. Maxwell who observed. Uh, that as conditions worsen, many will react to the failures of too much government by calling for even more government. Then there will be more and more lifeboats launched, but fewer and fewer citizens who know how to swim. And so we need to make sure that we're valuing work, that we're restoring the dignity of work, that we're maintaining that connection to work. And that is not just for people who have found themselves facing poverty. That's for all of us that the dignity of work, the value of work, the difference we can make through our work uh, really matters. Uh, I, I still believe and I continue to call for an audit. I think Congress should audit uh, and have an accountability for every program that addresses poverty, just the way we should have an audit that covers everything for the military or any other place that we spend money. Because remember, it's not the government's money, it's your money. And so it deserves an audit. And we should make sure that if programs can be consolidated or modified or transferred to the state and local governments uh, who are better positioned to help people because they understand it locally better, uh, we have to get to that. But above all, we have to get to outcomes because a a real poverty to prosperity approach, you could coordinate all of these issues, including health care, including unemployment, including education, general welfare. Public and private, faith-based organizations uh, should encourage and reward a lot of these success sequences, finishing school, developing skills, finding a job, getting married, having children within marriage, all of those things, uh, including discipline, skills, tools, life structure, networks. So many people are still in poverty because they don't have a network of people around them. We call that community. And that is why it takes a village. So, I think there is a path. We just have to make sure we're designing it and that we're following it. Thanks for joining us on Insight Sources today here on KSL News Radio. I am Boyd Matheson. And as always, as you go out into the world today, make sure you see something that inspires, say something that uplifts, and do something that makes a difference. All day resource for critical breaking news, traffic and weather, and conversation about Utah's most important stories. Listen on any smart speaker, the KSL News Radio app, and in your car at 102.7 FM, KSL FM Midvale, KSL Salt Lake City, KSL News. Radio.
0: A gun in the face.
1: Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today